doing. You are persuading them to change their mind and be in agreement with God's word. And until they are in agreement with God's word, nothing is done. God can save the whole world, but he doesn't do it until we have persuaded them by the power of the Holy Spirit to allow God into their life. God cannot come in. God cannot come into your life until you invite him because you are on the earth. And he doesn't have as much authority as we think he has until you give him the the opportunity and the authority to do it. We'll be coming to that. Because, you know, line must be upon line, right? Line upon line, precept upon precept. These things are very important. So you know what the doctrine, the guidelines to the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom, so you can unlock doors and enter and enjoy the kingdom of God. You've got to know the scriptures. You have to know the principles, the, the laws, just like gravity, that governs the kingdom of God. And once you know those laws and you are comfortable with those laws, and you know how to operate with those laws, things will begin to happen in the miraculous. It seems like a second nature after that. You don't have to really think about it. You have no fear because it, the, the, this second nature has become your new nature. And you live by it. I'm going to share with you again about these keys to the kingdom, binding and loosing, which you already have. But we can make it even greater when we can come into agreement. Do you see how Satan loves to sow seeds of discord among brethren? Husband and wife constantly fighting? What is he looking for? Disagreement. Because God sees them as one. But if out of selfishness, they are never in agreement, and we're coming to that, guess what? There may be some blessings, (laughs) but they may just be crumbs. Hello? You don't have to answer the phone. (laughs) My wife was telling me we preached about that. But maybe what you're getting is crumbs. Maybe the potential is much greater than what you know if there is an agreement. And we're going to come to that. But look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16. Please give me Matthew chapter 16. This was when Peter had said to Jesus, you are the son. When Jesus asked, who do you say the son of man? And then Peter responded, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Verse 17, Jesus answered and said to him, he says, Blessed are you, Simon by Jonah, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. How many know Jesus is the Son of the living God? You got no doubt. Guess who made you know, to know that? God the Father. Jesus made it very clear. No one knows who the Father, the Son is. Except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son. The Son is the one that is going to reveal the Father to you. And the Father is the one that is going to reveal the Son to you. Jesus said, everyone who is learned from the Father comes to me. When you only came to have that knowledge, if that knowledge is seated in you and you have no doubt 
I mean, we're not talking about people out there saying, well, Jesus is the son of God. But if you really push them, they really don't know. They're not sure. But if you are fully sure that Jesus is the son of God and you want to obey what he says because you believe that didn't come to you by your own wisdom. It came by God. And that's what Peter, God, Jesus was telling Peter. We're thinking, well, that's Peter. No. For every single one of us, God is not a respecter of persons. The revelation came through God the Father. It says, Jesus said, blessed are you. So can, I, can you all say, I'm blessed? Because you know. You know who Jesus is. You are not going to be blessed. You're already blessed. Because you know. And it was in flesh and blood that revealed this to you. It was Jesus' Father that revealed the Son to you. And then he says, and I say also to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, that's hell, shall not prevail against it. Verse 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Because you know the name, right? You know who Jesus is, the Son of God. I will give you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind where? On earth. Will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That's the same thing. This was Matthew chapter 16. Jesus repeated the same thing saying to every one of us in Matthew chapter 18. That was later. So whatever you bind on earth, because you have the keys to the kingdom. You have the keys to the kingdom of God. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Now you have received the kingdom. You have the keys to the kingdom. And you can bind whatever and you can lose whatever on the earth. All that is required that you know who Jesus is and you are standing on the earth. And if you can have two people that believe in Jesus standing on the earth, then you, you command divine presence and nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you. I'm reminded the prayer that the, the believers prayed in Acts chapter 4 with such unity. When they threatened them with persecution. He says the place was shaking where they were praying. God was so excited. We got thousands of people praying in unity. The place was shaking. And the Holy Ghost came upon them. The Holy Spirit came on them. That's why Satan wants division. In the church. In the home. Fighting about stupid stuff in the home. Toothpaste. Toilet seat cover. In all of that stuff, things that don't matter. These things are serious. Why? Because the devil doesn't like it. If two, just two of us, that's husband and wife. If they can agree in the home and let love reign. And there is peace in the home. Even if they were struggling today. By and by. 
Because Satan cannot live in a place where there is peace. He doesn't know that. And shalom means prosperity. So he says, this is not, I don't like this place. It's too peaceful. It feels like Jesus in here. Amen. Because you got the prince of peace. And you can't have the prince of peace and not have prosperity. And rest. Healing. Health. Children doing well. Behaving rightly. The other day, my wife and I we were talking about this in a... In a Hey, I'm not going to tell you where, but no, no, bathroom. We just start making conversation. You know, you, you got the kids, the kids. Uh, my children, we've never, ever told our kids, go do your homework. We take credit because they seem real busy and they know what they're doing. Yes, we are good parents. But Angela and I, we said, the truth is we didn't do anything. We didn't teach them. We just, there's the, all of them, every single one of them. The, my family members come in and say, how behind? We thought if those kids are raised in America, they'll be crazy. They act bad. But we didn't do anything. I'm, I'm giving credit to whom he's due. We both agree. We didn't, it's not teach sitting them down. And, no, we haven't done that. I don't know how they'll turn out, but I believe they will turn out well. They're in, on that way right now. Because Jesus is at work. And he do the same thing for every one of us. My wife and I, we are amazed at what God's doing. And we're not perfect and we know that. But we decided we're going to keep the peace. Amen? We're going to keep the peace. To be in unity. Pick your fights. There are some fights that are not worth fighting. Find places where you can agree. And let go of those places where you can't. You don't have anything to prove. But you love Jesus. Amen? And you want Jesus to be... How many of you behave differently if you see Jesus everywhere you move in your home? <laughs> Believe me, I'll be a good boy. Constantly, I'll be a good boy. And if I said something that was wrong, instant repentance, say that was wrong, please forgive me. Never do it again. But you have the keys to the kingdom of God. Amen? You have the keys. Just two of us be in agreement. The power of agreement. Just two of us. If all of us as a church agree, great signs and things transforming, covered, God's going to do it. Because we are standing on the earth and we are agreeing with heaven. You read that scripture. I believe it's in um, Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Jesus was telling us to pray. Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Because until you ask and agree, heaven wants God's will to be done here on earth. But until an, earth, an earthling right here is asking for it, it's never done. God cannot force himself on the earth. Somebody has to be asking. That's why when we pray, Pastor Andy is praying, it matters. Even if just a few words of prayer and the rest of us are in agreement, God goes out and does the miracle. Why? Because he wanted to all along. 
He was just waiting for an earthling to agree. That's all he was waiting for. And we're coming to the scripture. Actually, in Isaiah, God says, I sought for a man. I sought for a man. Not a spirit. A man on the earth. And that's you. You can change things. When you're buying, you don't just sit there with your mouth closed. You got to be speaking, right? Bind that thing. If it's a contrary to God's will, bind it. God wants you well. The symptoms come, speak to it. The Bible says, and if it's not working very well, call your brother. Can you agree with me on this? Based on God's word, and curse that thing. And God said, whatever you bind, whatever you bind, cancer included, whatever you bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven. You know, faith has nothing to do with your, you're never conscious of faith. You just act, be obedient. Amen? I can't be conscious of faith, you can't touch it. But God responds to it. It's your obedience that tells God that you got faith. So when you know the scriptures and you act on it without fear, God says great faith. How did Jesus know that the woman with the issue of blood had great faith? Because she reached out and touched. It's your action. So when you, if you believe these scriptures, don't have your mouth closed. Don't have your mouth closed. Matthew eleven twelve, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent ones take it by force. Don't have your mouth closed. Bind and loose. Whatever you bind on the earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, and we're going to be talking about the things to loose and the things to bind. It's important that we obey God. We need to obey God. There are things on earth to bind. There are things to lose. Why else would he be telling us to bind and lose if there are not things for us to bind and to lose? Bind, lose what? Many of us like to bind that one that we consider the enemy. That's the, your, your wife is not your enemy. And your husband is not either. But he has given us the keys to the kingdom. I need to share with you why, in, in, from the scripture, you give the background for what this is. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so you know what's really happening. Because until you understand scripture, God cannot move in your life. That's why we said, you have opened my ear. Because if you hear and you don't understand, Satan steals the word from your heart, the seed of the word from your heart, and he doesn't bear fruit. So we'll say those prayers because we are declaring, God's opened my ears and I can hear. And if you hear, you will not be rebellious. You will be obedient. And when you obey, God blesses you. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat of 
the good of the land. So there is good in the land. Command the good of the land to be loosed to you. And the bad in the land, bind it. Amen? And it will be bound in heaven. Why earth must agree with heaven? Psalm 115, verse 15 and 16, it says, May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. God is the one that blesses you. If God does not bless you, you cannot be blessed. What a view that you did not receive, the scripture asks. Everything you have, you got from God. What a view that you did not receive. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. God is the one that made heaven and earth. But look at where God decides to have his authority. It says, the heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. He made everything, and he kept his authority up there in heaven. But, he says, the earth, he has what? Given to the children of men. Not demons. Children of men. Children of men. Children of men. He has given authority to us. He controls what's over there. And until we walk with him, he cannot invade our world. He will preach to you through a messenger to convince you to agree with him so that he can walk in your life. And that's exactly what Satan is doing as well. It's lying through false prophets and the things of the world. You remember how he was tempting Jesus? All the beautiful things in the world to distract. He's using his preaching to them. He preached to Jesus, tempting him. If you just do what I tell you, just fall down, I'll give you all of these things. He's distracting so that Jesus will not agree with his father anymore, but agree with Satan. That's what he did with Eve, God's not telling you the truth. Just agree with me. And God says, if you will agree with heaven, you have your miracles. So the earth, that's where we have authority. Satan cannot do anything to your life until you let him. He doesn't have any authority. If you don't go to a palm reader, Satan can't do anything to you. He just doesn't have the authority to do it. Those that have not visited your court will not see strange moves of Satan in their home. Only those who have been there, because you opened the door, you've agreed with them, and now he's in your home. I saw, I saw on 700 Club years ago a woman that went to India, and she bought some kind of something there, an activist, and brought it back. She was actually a doctor. She brought it into her home, and from that day, she almost lost her mind. She was testifying on 700 Club. My life changed. And she said, what happened? What did you, what did you give? She said, I went to India and I brought this thing. And, and it was by word of knowledge. God was merciful to her. And the day she took that thing out of her home, all of those oppression left her. She was almost, I mean, the doctor lost her mind. 
So these things mean much to God. When God says to read this scripture and to agree with it, he's asking for you to open the door so he can walk in your life. A lot of Christians, or many Christians, they don't understand this. He's not just to read the scripture to say, I know scriptures. No, he's asking you to know so you can agree with him and know his will. And when you agree with his will, then he begins to walk with you. Because until somebody on earth is asking for it, he really cannot do anything. I just wonder, well, if God can save whoever he wants. No, he can't. We have to preach to them. Sometimes you have to lose. Some people have lost their life trying to get them to agree with God so that God can bless them. See? This is so critical. You travel miles just to speak to them so that they can leave their old ways, agree with heaven so that God can bless them. That's what this is all about. Because the earth God has given to man. Let me share some scriptures with you. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. He says, So I sought for a man among them. He sought for a man among them who will make a wall and stand in the gap. Bridge it. Stand in the gap. Before me, on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it. But I find no one. So basically, God's wanting to destroy it. He's saying, I'm going to destroy the land, but I don't want to. What they've done deserves that the land be destroyed. But I don't want to do it. If I can get just one man... That can stand between me and them. Then I am released from this. And I don't have to do this. As God, he is the judge. And when there is wrong, as the judge, he has to carry out the judgment. But if you stand through prayer on the earth, if you can stand as a man, not a spirit, As a man standing there and saying, God, no. Then he changes his mind. You know, Moses, you know, God was saying, get away. I'm going to give you another race of people. I'm going to destroy them. God says, Moses said, you're not going to do that. And he persuaded God. He says, you know, those people, these Gentiles, they will be saying bad things about you if you do it. As if God didn't know that. But Moses stopped him from doing that. God was so angry. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill all of them. I'm going to kill all of them. And Abraham also, when he was going to Sodom, Abraham says, you're not going to kill the righteous with the sinners as well. Far be it from you that the judge of the whole earth will not do what's right. And God says, that's okay. Keep, keep going. And Abraham said, you got 50. Then he came down and said, well, let me speak more. Let me come down a little bit. And God, every time Abraham lowered the bar, God went with him. You notice that? Every, why would he visit Abraham before destroying? 
Why tell him as God before doing something? God was looking for a man to stand. And you are that man. Amen? God's looking for you. In Isaiah 59, it says, verse 16, it says, He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was, there was no intercessor. No man. No man. A human being on the earth. God wondered why not just one man? No intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him. You know what that means? God wanted to destroy, but then his power held him back. You know what he's saying? He sent his son as a man. God had to come down as a man. So that he could find one man, at least, just one man, a full man. And I'm going to share this with you. A real man that will agree fully with him on the earth. And so his own arm, that God said, my own, I I gave myself. Read Isaiah 43. He says, I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. That God is the same Savior. He became a man. He came through the door, and we come into that, and became a real man. Equal in every respect to a natural man. And stood in the gap. So his strength, his arm, brought salvation to God himself. Freed him from destroying the human race. To bring some people to heaven. And Jesus has committed the same thing to us. Read Second Corinthians chapter 5. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Remember that? We stand in the gap. And whatever you bind on earth. Is bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth. Is loosed in heaven. Because through your faith in Jesus Christ. God has given you the keys of the kingdom. And you can open the door of healing and lock the door of sickness and disease. You got the keys. Amen. I pray that God will give you revelation tonight. Every one of you. But the thing is acting on the word. By the grace of God, The more you know these things, the less fear you have about the world. And every time Satan tempts you with fear and anxiety about your future, those scriptures, they rise up in you. Because the words that you hear, they are spirit and they are life. Amen? I know God's blessing you tonight. You know why? Because I know that he's revealing things to you much more than what I'm speaking to you. He's speaking more to your heart.
than I can say through words. Because we are gathered together in his name. And his presence is here. Where two or three are gathered together in my name. I am there in the midst of them. And he's here tonight. What is it in your life that bugs you? That you really won't change? We are more than two here tonight. Amen? We are more than two here tonight. We can come into agreement. And God said he will be answered. Amen? And he cannot lie. God is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that will turn back on his word. If he said, he'll do it. If he has spoken, he'll make it good. And God wants to make his word good for you tonight. I'm very sure of that. God wants to make his word good to you tonight. But are you willing to be obedient? Will you bind according to his word and loose tonight? Stand up with me. There are things to be bound. There are things to lose tonight. What is it that you need from God? Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth is bound. I mean, it's loose in heaven. Now you have to be on the earth. I meet, I meet that requirement. Amen? I meet, are, we here, are we on the earth? How many of you are not on the earth? That would be frightening. <laughs> we are all on the earth tonight. And we can be in agreement tonight. And we can bind and loose. But you got to speak the words in his name. Because you got the keys to the kingdom of God. What are the doors you want open? What are the doors you want shut? Now don't look down on yourself. Because God doesn't look down on you. Tonight we started the word, I need that person. That's what Jesus said. I need you. I need you. Amen? God needs you. But use the authority that he's given to you. I need you all to start, put your hands all lifted up to God and begin to speak to that thing. You don't have to yell, but just speak to that thing. But let it come out of your mouth a little bit so that you hear it. It's very important. I do this because if your ears don't hear these things, it's not good. Speak it out. Maybe you can whisper, but say it. What you want from God. Bind and loose. When you're binding and loosing, you don't do it just inside you. You speak the words. Let's do that tonight. Father God, in
thank you for strengthening your people tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We welcome your presence. We know you're here with us. And we're so grateful. We're so grateful. Amen. I want to let you know that things are changing in your life. Not because of me, but because of him. But I got to speak those words. God's blessing you. Things are going to be changing in your life. Those areas where you've struggled, those things are going to be kicked out of your life by the power of the name of Jesus. And God will give you great understanding. God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. God will begin to speak to you in your dreams. God will, you'll wake up with a song in your mouth and great joy in your heart. And everywhere you go, you'll be surrounded with favor as with a shield. When you open your mouth, they'll say, I like that man. I like that woman. I want to be around you because you are the children of God. May the peace of God and the, the fullness of the Father be upon your life. And the things that you fear, let them be so far from you by the power of the name of Jesus. And may God good, good, uh, God's goodness surround you forever and ever in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. God bless you. We